Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is February 22nd, 2020. You can follow the you can follow the Unicorn Club on Twitter if you have a Twitter account. You'll know that you found the right profile when you see a unicorn created out of burlap. So I want to talk to you about bad mothering. Bad mothering. So a lot of us in the United States have endured bad mothering. A mother with bad parenting skills. A mother who did not know how to raise a child mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially. We've had mothers that did not hug us and tell us, I love you. We had mothers who gave us up uh, for adoption, mothers who, uh, you know, were addicted to drugs or, or some type of alcohol problems, a mother who sent us off to live in forced to care or a group home. We've all endured a mother who was physically abusive, a mother who was verbally abusive, a mother who was mentally and emotionally abusive. A lot of people in the United States and even uh, other continents have endured bad mothering from our mothers, a mother who was emotionally detached and maybe your mom gave you away to a family member but kept your other siblings and you want to know why. Why does she do that? Whatever your trauma is from your mother, this podcast is for you. So what's on my heart this morning is the aspect of mothering when you got to a particular age and your mother came into your life after being absent, however she was absent, and all she did was wreck havoc in your life. She may have mocked you, she may have teased you, she may have talked down to you. She may have done a lot of cruel things to you. She may have been against you. Like my mother in particular had been envious and jealous of me. And when she didn't get money from me, she would go to the streets to my enemies and try to get my enemies to physically harm me because she knew that she could not win a physical fight against me. That was my mother. My mother tried to get me to smoke crack. I remember when it was a summertime and I was a, a teenage mother, about 16, 17 years old. And I had fed my son and cleaned him up and I was going to get into the shower and I was going to go outside with my friends to the park 
those other friends who were teenage mothers just like me. And I went into the dresser drawer to get some panties, and I saw this piece of Easy Water. So for those of you who don't know what Easy Water is, it's like a really small, thin, white piece of paper that people back in the day would put their marijuana in, and they would smoke it. <clears throat> I don't know if they had Philly Blunts back then, but they definitely had Easy Water back then. And I had found this rolled joint in my dresser drawer, and I didn't smoke marijuana. I didn't smoke marijuana, I didn't smoke cigarettes, I didn't drink, I didn't do any form of drug at all whatsoever. And I thought to myself, why is this marijuana joint in my dresser drawer? And so out of curiosity, I opened it up and it was marijuana laced with crack. And I said, oh, hell no. And I had threw it out of the bedroom window and I knew that my mother wanted me to smoke it and I don't know what was her plan but I knew that it was more than getting me to be a drug addict because she was a drug addict and in hindsight to be quite honest with myself first before I can be transparent with you I think that because I was so youthful and had such a nice body and was, and was already sexually active. I think that she was going to teach me how to use my body and my youth to get money from men to support her drug habit, in all honesty. And it didn't work out the way that she planned, whatever her plan was. And because of that, she was even more against me than what she originally was. And then she went to the streets and tried to get my enemies to physically fight me. And it didn't work because they knew that I was a fighter and they knew that like they most likely would not have won that fight. Aside from that, she had brought shame to the family because she was showing people that we didn't have togetherness that we were really enemies. And so when somebody off the street saw that we didn't have togetherness and that we were really enemies and against each other, they would try to come in and wreck more havoc. And I had to nip them in the bud, all because she brought shame into the family. And so I share this story with you to say to you, you may have had something similar happen to you. It could be something completely different. But the bottom line is, you had a bad mother. I remember my mother being absolutely single for a good 20 years, 20, 25, 30 years, I can guarantee you. She was single for 20 years, and she was so invested in my life and what I was doing and how I was doing it and she would try to stop me and when that didn't work she would try to use my son to stop me and then when that didn't work she would go to my son's paternal grandmother and father and uh, that side of my son's family and try to get them to use my son to control me. She tried to get them to take custody of my son away from me. 
all sorts of things she tried to do to me, and God did not allow any of it to work. I couldn't understand how she figured that I was such an unfit parent that I should not have my son when I worked, I had my own place, I kept my son fed, clean, and safe, and I wasn't a crackhead like her. If anyone was the unfit parent, it was her. All of the things that she never gave me, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, so forth and so on, I gave that to my son, even though she didn't give it to me or my siblings for that matter. So I didn't understand how she had it in her mind that I was such an unfit mother. I didn't understand why she went and told her sister that I lost custody of my son. I didn't understand why she told that lie. I didn't understand why she made me look like the devil's daughter to her sister. And even to this day, my son will be 28 years old in a couple of weeks. Even to this day, my aunt still thinks that I am the devil's daughter. And my mother will come along and say, hey, it's your aunt's birthday. Give her a call and tell her happy birthday. And I'm like, the audacity of you. Like the audacity of you. And it would be a cold day in hell before I call that woman to tell her happy birthday. I don't remember getting calls from her telling me happy birthday. I don't remember her calling me and telling me congratulations for graduating college. Congratulations for becoming an entrepreneur. Congratulations for being such a strong black woman that you put your son through college. I don't remember hearing anything positive from this woman whom you got thinking, I am the devil's daughter. Why would I call her? What makes you think that I'm going to listen to you? The audacity of you to even say something like that, knowing what you've done. You may have had a bad mother. You did have a bad mother. Whatever that may be. I remember talking to this woman and she told me that her mother was addicted to all sorts of drugs, crack, cocaine, and heroin. And she, the mother, would sell the children to men for money so that she can get high off of drugs. And she said to me that her and her siblings would come together and discuss who would take turns to be sold to a man for sex so that the others can have a, a break or a rest. And these were small children. They weren't even in their teens. They weren't even 13. And they had to basically turn tricks for their mother to get high. And then she told me that her father was like, um, like this major gang member. And I thought, you know, I've endured a bad parent. But her story was like way worse than mine. I was never molested. That I can, I can say I was never molested. 
and I never went hungry. That I can say. But back to my original point of making this podcast. This is what was on my heart. So you got to a place in your adulthood where your mother had entered your life and she was wrecking havoc with her single self in your life. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. And you wonder what made her stop. Why did she go away? Why is she so much at a distance all of a sudden? It seemed like it happened overnight. I'm here to tell you that the only reason why she stopped wrecking Havok in your life was because she got a man. She only did what she did because she was single and didn't have anything else to do. Then she got herself a man and her attention was focused on her man and her newfound relationship. And so you're sitting there with all this anger and regret and whatever else it is that you're feeling because your mother had caused you so much emotional and mental trauma that you're still single while your mother done moved on and is not thinking about how she tormented you because she's in a relationship. So I want to tell you to the best way to heal is to get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. Say what you need to say to her, whether you say it to her, whether it's in a text message, whether it's in an email whether it's through a message on Facebook, whether you write a letter and mail it to her, however you choose to do it, get it off your chest and say what you need to say so that you can be healed and so that you can be in a healthy relationship yourself. You can't unravel the torment overnight. But you can start the process by getting it off of your chest. I've seen some uh, rituals where people will just write, you know, one word or a sentence or a paragraph or whatever it is on a piece of paper. And they would burn it as a symbol of releasing it. If that would be good for you to do, you do that as well. I don't think that is fair for you to remain in an emotional prison because of your mother and her bad parenting skills. While they've, while your mom has moved on and is not thinking about what she's done to you, She is aware of the damage that she has caused you. She's fully aware of it. And you may have the type of mother who is too prideful to apologize to you. She may make excuses instead of acknowledging what she did and apologizing. So if you do go and say something to your mother... And you know that you have an unapologetic mother. 
Don't expect to get an apology. That way you won't be disappointed. Expect her to do what she has always done. But at the same time, do prepare yourself in the event that her man has put her in a position to say out of her mouth what she has done, acknowledge what she has done, and extend some form of an apology, whether it's an I'm sorry or I apologize or I know that what I, was, what I did was wrong. Just a simple acknowledgement. You can take that as an apology. There are some parents who genuinely don't realize that what they've done had been damaging to their children because what they do to their kids is what was done to them. And they don't think that anything is wrong. Then you have some parents who know what they've done and are too embarrassed to acknowledge what they've done. So they'll deny it to you, but they've told the truth to themselves. So I just wanted to make this podcast for those of us who have endured a mother with really bad parenting skills. And I really want you to be healed so that, you know, you can be in a healthy relationship with the opposite sex or really just have healthy relationships overall, but to um, also not be angry and so hurt anymore because, like I said previously, you're sitting there in an emotional prison with no one there to help you get out of it, especially not your mother, while your mother done moved on and is not thinking about the pain that she has caused you and the trauma that she has caused you. She, she's not thinking about how she has stunted your growth and stunted you from progressing in life. She's not thinking about it. She's getting laid. That's what she's doing. She's getting laid and doing what she's doing while you're sitting there lonely, if you're lonely. Be healed in Jesus' name. Shalom.